Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? Podcast. I'm your host, GB. Yes, as The Rock said to Big Show many years ago, somebody got a haircut. All gone. Ignore my skin, it's not great. But uh, it's something that people just going to notice immediately with, you know, now I look like a fucking peanut, but there you go. Uh, if you see this <laughs> filler, you know why I've got it. So it's not quite the hair. It kind of fades in but you know you can see it you can see it yeah i do miss my hair really it just shows off my head already like how big it is (laughs) but um awesome we got that out of the way good today's guest is actually not old enough to have a beer in england but he's a (laughs) wrestler and has a bright future ahead of him he's that dog please give up for pudrich quillen how you doing today mate you're good uh i'm solid yeah I'm, i'm doing well yourself Awesome, mate. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. We had a little chat. Um, doing pretty well. Two more days left. Then we've got the weekend and obviously England playing on Friday. Who are you rooting for, by the way, in the World Cup? Uh, see, up until, like, was it today or yesterday? Yesterday? Today? Today. Up until today, I would have said Germany. Um, I know that's that's a villainous choice, but being yeah. Irish, I just don't want to see England do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair, mate. That's fair. But I think I don't know. I think it feels. I mean, like it's who, who, right who, who now. Ireland or, got in the, the World Cup. Just, they're just not in. Are they? Are they not? Oh, wow. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, the, the last in. the last competition we like qualified for might have been like Euro 2016. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think in my lifetime we've ever qualified for a World Cup. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. sad. Oh, it's sad being an Ireland fan. Jesus, mate. No, fair play, fair play. You'll bounce back. I'm sure you will. Um, God, I hope so. It might we've, be another lifetime. Like, but we've got that? like a golden generation right now, but it's all keepers. We've got like two of the best, like young keepers on the planet. Mm. And then like we've got Nathan Collins, who's a good centre back, and Troy Parrott. But past that, we're. Yeah, you need, you need strikers, midfielders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need all of it. You need a team, mate. You need a team. But uh, some countries have individuals. I mean, Japan shut the fuck out of me today. Like, beating... Obviously, my arm's doing yeah, so bad in the World Cup predictor. And, like, Japan beating Germany. Argentina yesterday, Saudi Arabia. And, like, we had, like, loads of nil-nil draws as well. Just... I mean, I'm not yeah. happy with the location. But it's, you know, we can't meet. It's done now. It's, we're there. Yeah. It's, but in terms of, like, predictability... My, it's, it's insane already. Yeah. And like, I mean, there's some questionable decisions, but I can't say I'm bored of it. I'm, I'm enjoying some of it so far. I wasn't going into it. I wasn't excited, but like, same as, in, as, uh, as, you as know. the days are going on, it's getting a bit, it's getting a bit, getting a bit hot. <laughs> but one last question to ask: Yeah, is it coming home? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, well, man. That's awesome. That's, uh, that, that's going to be honest. your automatic answer, which is fair enough. But I can't wait. <laughs> this is the last podcast I'm doing um, before the game, so I can't wait for it. So, you know, you'll see my reaction. I think if I can lose to USA, I'll be crying. But we'll find out <laughs> next week. And if you stay up to date on my social media, you'll be able to see who I've got lined up for that episode. So, awesome. So, Pud, let's get to know you. So, we can start off this episode by not talking about football because we've just got that away. Prince yeah. or Michael Jackson? What, sorry? Prince. Prince or Michael Jackson? Yep. I'm just going off your tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So instead of going, what got you into wrestling? We will get into wrestling, but, you know, let's, let's, let's mix this up. Um, 
See, that's really hard for me. Obviously, Michael Jackson, not a good dude. But music-wise... I mean, technically, technically, like, he was found not guilty, you know? Yeah, it's 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 up in the air. Allegedly, yeah. not a good dude. We'll say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't think there's a overall. I'm gonna say Prince was the better musician, but mm-hmm. I think I don't know. Michael was more iconic. Like you just can't yeah. change that. He's influence know. influence on music, it's Michael. Yeah. I I love them both personally, but I'm I say Michael. Just yeah. But I do like mm. Prince as well, like Purple Rain, like oh, Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. But he did some bangers as well, but Michael Jackson. Yeah. But also, why does risotto suck? Risotto is uh, my least favorite food. But it why? Is, why? There's I don't see any redeeming qualities. It's like warm, savory rice pudding, and I hate rice pudding anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of rice pudding. Not a big fan of rice pudding. People, people have always told me like, "Oh no, it's really nice when you get it in a restaurant." Why would I get it in a restaurant? I I actively know I don't enjoy it when it's not in a restaurant. I'm not taking that risk. But risotto, it's just. It's just one of them where, like, if it's put in front of me, I, I will actively refuse it. And it's, I think, the only food that I would genuinely just say, not having that. It's got Sorry. the consistency of vomit. Sorry, you've set me <laughs> off. Guys, up. That was later. Wow, I've never, I've never actually met or talked to someone that actually hates it as much as you, so. Better play put it. Honestly. That's, oh my God, I hate it so much. Okay, fair enough. And your favourite karaoke song? See, if I knew that my tweet would have like <laughs> come into play, I would have thought about this. Off the top of my head, I know a banging rendition of Touch the Sky by Kanye West. Give me some now. Come on, go on. on uh, right. <laughs> if I put some of it right on, uh, on a karaoke version, I want you to give me like the beginning of it. Um, oh, this oh is the first on the show. By the way, we don't, we're not endorsing Kanye West's comments that he's made this year, but no, as a musician, no, bad, absolutely love bad him. person, but one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Easily. You've been to a Kanye West gig? Yep, just when he lost his mum. And oh my he did, he did uh, you know, uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing, which is my karaoke song, by the way. He actually did a tribute to his mum, and it was so good. Um, That's like, so that was like, my beautiful the fancy was like, come, oh, so it was just before. 2009, when his mum died, it was Graduation's Out and Eight Rows, Eight Rows and Heartbreak. That's my favourite of his albums, to be fair. I love the Roadblock song on it. Um, right, I've got Carry Out, right, I want you like, just 30 seconds. Okay, not Kenneth's song. Okay. <laughs> YouTube adverts. I'm recording as well. Okay, ready? Yeah. Instrumental break. Three, two, one. Come I on. Hear I can't hear. Can you not hear it? <laughs> no. Ah, oh, fuck. I'll let you off then. I'll let you off the hook. Okay. Right, I'll... When you're next out, when, which might be another two years, because, you know, your age, um, mm. I want you to record yourself singing that song and uh, tag me in it if I'm still in the podcast game. I will. I will. I'll promise you. Even if it's a case of, like, like I get bored tomorrow and I just record myself <laughs> singing it. Did it you did will it. you will hear me singing I'll be like, I, don't, I don't care, mate. The episode's out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, mate. I'm kidding. Do it, do it for the listeners and, and just my enjoyment as well. Awesome. Uh, one last question before we do get yeah. into it. 
What is your favourite type of pudding? I know. Good to ask. My favourite type of pudding? Mm-hmm. Because of my name. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, tiramisu. What one? Tiramisu. Not at that. It's, well, you know what it is, though, don't you? No. It's, so it's, it's like, I think they're called lady fingers. They're like them, like, sort of long cakes. Um, then they're coated in coffee and then cream, like, over that. And then, that doesn't like, a right. chocolate powder. It's mm-hmm. banging. It is banging. I don't know why I expect, like, black pudding or something. I love black pudding. Oh, on a black English breakfast. That's not a pudding. It fucking is. Now we're now, 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 mate. <laughs> it, it counts, mate. White pudding counts. Die well. on the hill. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's my fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> Least favorite rice pudding, obviously. Oh god, rice pudding. Rip <laughs> it in the bin, mate. Um, <laughs> cool. So we had debates about rice pudding. He failed Kanye West karaoke and a debate about Prince and Michael Jackson. Great I can't remember the first line of of Touch the Sky. I oh, know you remember now. Uh... How does it go? I'm not gonna play it. Don't worry. If you uh, if you get up the lyrics and just say the first, it's, line, I gotta I, testify. I could... Come up in the spot, look at yeah, extra fly. An extra fly for, for the, the day, day I die. I'm gonna touch, the, touch sky. the sky. Um, back People. when they fought, back when they fought, pink polos with hurt the rock before Cam got the shit to pop. The doors was closed. I felt like bad boy street team. I couldn't work the locks. Now let's go. Take them back to the plan. Me and my mama hop in the U-Haul van. Any pessimists saying talk to them, plus saying have no phone in my apartment rooms. Let's take them back to the club. At least about an hour I stand online. I just wanted to dance. I went to Jacob an hour after I got my advance. I just wanted to shine. Jay's favorite line, dog in due time. Now he look at me like, damn dog, you what I am. A hip-hop legend. I think I died in the accident because this must be heaven. Excellent. Excellent, food. There we go. Fantastic, mate. <laughs> Great episode. Um, I suppose we've got to talk about wrestling as well now. Yeah, so, but... I know, right? <laughs> I know, that's based on wrestling, this, pod- like this podcast. But we've got the All Valley Under 23 tournament this week. It is this week, yeah. isn't it? Awesome. It's this Sunday. This Sunday. Awesome. So around yeah. the corner. Um, One, you're looking forward to it. And two, who is your competition? Uh, So... Obviously, it's two blocks of mm-hmm. the eight competitors in it. Um, unfortunately, I'm not in a match with my brother, which would have been ideal. Oh, but I know, man. I saw he was on it as well. I am in a match with Senna mm-hmm. from uh, Future Shock. Really athletic, super annoyingly talented. Um, just, I, I kind of resent him because of how good he is. But I'm not getting into that. Then George Lydon, who's, um, I believe he's had a match with Chris Ridgway. And I was literally training with Chris Ridgway yesterday. Really? So that's kind of crazy. To, yeah. He was that's, at, well, that's he's, sick, man. I, honestly, it was, it was such a such a good session. I, I like, mm. like him a lot. Almost missed the train home. That was... Oh, yeah, it, it was probably would have been worse train. Like, just to train with Chris Ridgway. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was so so good. Um, Charlie Brennan, who is, I mean, the Island Faithful love him. Mm-hmm. He's just coming off really hot feud with VGS, so it's probably, I mean, gods were the rest. I, of I will gods get on, on the VGS ball, stopping him in a bit. That way, we could see a Christie versus Charlie final. 
could see a Christie versus me final, could see me versus Ethan Kelly, could see there's so many great combinations. Mm. And I think both of the matches are gonna do re- they're gonna be really, really good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna back myself, obviously. Yeah, um, man, I'm a bit confident. No other no, pretend no it's like Kanye West the sky, karaoke. Going in. I've been debating coming out to it. Um <laughs> Of n- none of the other competitors have got that dog in them. Mm-hmm. Like they might have, he might have like karate experience in semi yeah. space. Might have like a lot. Well, you might of have a black years belt, of being on shows. Yeah, exactly. That's the question you've got to ask. Does a black belt instantly grant you that dog? No. <laughs> does Does that dog instantly grant you a black belt? Kinda, in a way. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. But now you've got some competition then. Um, that's good. Yeah. I've seen like, your training as well for it. Um, inspired, obviously, by Karate Kid and Cobra Kai and all that best fucking TV series out on Netflix, by the way. So Love it. Like, I mean, I like it most when it's about the karate. I don't really mm-hmm. care about the, the, the kids, but when the, when the karate is on... I love it all. See, I, I like grew up... Even though like, it was still before my time, I still watched it as a kid, Karate Kid. And how they, like, mesh it in and blend it in, like, brilliant, brilliant show. It's very well done. And it's, it's nice that they got, like, got, like, Ralph Macchio and William Zabka back, which mm. was great. Yeah, man. I've always backed William Zabka. I don't know why. He just, like, always I, just like, sort of always money for Owen Hart. Like, when yeah, I was, like, he does, up. he looks a lot like Owen Hart. Maybe it's like that it. sort of, like, punk, you know, when Owen Hart was a hero and stuff. And I was just like, oh, he's so cool. Yeah. You know, how can I not... Especially, I mean, especially now he's a good guy. Like, yeah. But even even when I first watched the original, like, Karate Kid, mm-hmm. um, first of all, any, whenever I watch, like, any movie from that period, I always get, like, an insane urge to just go to the gym. Mm. It's, just, like, start, it's, like, start picking on people. Just like, come on. Yeah, just, like, any any montage or any, like, training, mm. any sports from that era. Like, any, like... Mate, mate, what is your favourite montage era. in a film, then? Now, I haven't watched. I haven't watched all of Rocky. It's something that it pains me to say. I've literally watched the first two thirds of the. I'll first let you Rocky off because you are still quite, you know. Yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. Um. So, the but I have watched out like the latter quarter of Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. That Rocky Four trainer montage. Where like him and Ivan Drago, like Rocky's and the Ivan Drago is like taking taking steroids, and Rocky yeah. is like benching his misses. It's insane. It's brilliant, Drago. It's... Oh, so good, and that brilliant. fight. Oh mate, it's like, I was watching one of the best fights of the entire series. Yeah, I mean, Rocky definitely Rocky invented that dog. Mm. That's, so that's Rocky's the inspiration for that dog. Uh, not personally, but. For the entire, I feel like Rocky was the first to have that dog in him. Other than maybe, like, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln was kind of cool, I guess. Um, You're so random. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I didn't, I don't know much about Abraham Lincoln, but I guess. He was, he was cool. He was a decent president, I think, I'd assume. Um, but, like, that fight. Yeah. I was watching it with Christy. And um, a mum, and he he pointed out that for some reason that fight makes makes you feel patriotic for America. Like even like not, even like none of us America. I'm like, I know America. I, I'm just like, 
and then they start cheering for him over Drago. Mm. Oh, man. And he's like, he's doing it for America. He's doing it for revenge, yeah. for a pile of greed. And he's just like, yeah, land of brave, home of the freedom, so whatever it's the other way around, but you know what I mean? Like, I'll <laughs> <laughs> get some America in the comments. Hey, douchebag. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, you funny fucker. Um, <laughs> awesome. So let's actually be one o'clock a little bit and yeah. let's find out what got you into wrestling? I mean, because your age, I assume was it like last week or something? <laughs> so, growing up, um, we had this ladder match DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, it had Triple H with his handlebar moustache and his orange jumpsuit on. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, it was both of the Edge and Christian versus Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the TLC, TLC matches yeah. both of the like the SummerSlam 2001 and then the Mania one both of them are the reason I like was like oh my god this is the coolest stuff ever um so used to watch it all the time growing up with like um Christy and our mm-hmm. other brother um friend of the show shout out to Christy yeah shout out he's a bell end but <laughs> shout out um <laughs> But yeah, um, when I get so, VGS back on as a stable, by the way, he's gonna be in there, so I really, really hope he has some kind words to say about you. I, I mean, I love him, and <laughs> I've, I've trained with him, I've trained with him for the past six years, and grew up with him for the past 16. Yeah, uh, but he's a better, as he's, you say, <laughs> he's one of the best wrestlers I've watched and worked with, but yeah. Massive balance. <laughs> you know, he was <laughs> a great pride in that. No, like, no <laughs> um, I can't believe you said anyway, that about me. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we used to watch it all the time, like mm-hmm. us three. One of like the so like we grew up on the John Cena versus the Mid Miz feud, yeah. John Cena versus CM Punk, um, all like this, mostly John Cena, and then like we so. For Christie's thirteenth birthday, mm-hmm. he just went to wrestling training. Yeah, and then the week after, which was the day before his actual birthday, I came with him because, I mean, I was I was ten at the time, and I loved wrestling. Um, and then from that day, literally in the three and a half years that I was like. Go into that school. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed one session, but even because it was for like a a school sh- like musical rehearsal thing, I regret it. I should have wrestled, but um, so I missed that one session. Yeah, and then I got the bus up after and watched all the adults train anyway. So you, I, you I literally... have actually been wrestling for six years. For six years, yeah. So that's I, not I, that's not bollocks. Fucking hell, better, no, better I started you, when I was 10. Yeah. Then up until lockdown, I trained every single Saturday. Mm. And then after lockdown, had to wait because of like a lot of um a lot of training schools changed their policies so that only yeah. six like sixteens and over could train. Yeah. Which was gotten, but um but like then when I could train, I just got on it, got on the ball like worked really mm. really hard for it and i've been trying like, you, you've been, on, like for... been multiple shows now already like that's yeah frightening but it's, it's a, i mean it's a compliment absolutely but that is yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, mean, I think there's some wrestlers out there when they get to late, they would what they would give to do what you did, you know, wrestle ten to be active. I I, and... I have dodgy knees and a dodgy back, but I have no regrets. So, like, it's it's yeah, just starting wrestling love, training is the, the best thing I've ever done. It's it's yeah, it is like. I mean, I've lived and breathed wrestling for my whole life, so mm. it's it's nice to be able to do it. No, that's good, man. Actually, that's good. side note, on, on the um, schools having to change it so only 16s could train there, mm-hmm. uh, Future Shock, which is like, obviously I train at the Wrestle Island Temple and Future mm-hmm. Shock, both great schools. If anyone's listening to this now and they want somewhere to train, I can't recommend those two enough. Mm. Um but Sam Bailey at my first Future Shock session, like I was speaking to him after, and he, he literally apologized for me not being able to train there. So that was just like, I had such a class from him, really. I, yeah, man, I didn't really have to. That. That was, no, not at all. It was, it was really, really great to, great to like hear. Yeah, no, I swear that, man. When you did yeah. train at such a young age, how was it when you would train now? So, like, what were some of the big differences? Like, Training as a child to, I know you're still a teenager, but someone that is a mature teenager and has the experience now when you didn't have it. So how would they sort of mentor you and guide you? Um, Honestly, huge, like, huge props to my Fox. He's mm-hmm. been, he's been the biggest part of my wrestling journey, I'd say. Like, yeah. training-wise, he's, he trained me for so long and all of his lessons have stuck with me. He mm-hmm. never undermined me as, like, a child. He never treated yeah. me like I was anything different from a trainee, despite yeah. being, like, 10. Yeah, that would definitely help so, you grow as a performer. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A, you know. And, it, I mean, it taught, like, respect. Mm. The fact that he respected me um, and it instilled a level of me respecting my coaches from that. Mm-hmm. Um, he... So, so, like, training at that point, the only real difference was the fact that the ropes were way higher on me. Oh, yeah. And now... <laughs> sometimes, some people might notice it. I think I'm just about getting out of it, but because yeah. it was because of the ropes being so high and I'd only shot over. Never, I never like, thought that would have been a problem, but yeah, now it seemed quite so obvious, yeah. I had to hit the ropes on my tiptoes. So oh. I learned how to run the ropes on my tiptoes. Um, and for the first few months of coming back to training, yeah, I still did it. So sometimes it just sort of comes out whenever I'm I'm wrestling. So if if anyone's ever watching a match and they see me run the ropes weird, that's that's my explanation. Oh, fair enough. I'm gonna have to look, I'm gonna have to keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, it's but as far as like how I've been taught mm-hmm. now, I mean I mean I did adult training when I was like thirteen. Yeah. Because I'd just I'd been doing it so long that it was a case of like, well, he's you know, He's at that size now where he can do adult training. Yeah. And I did. Um so I, I've never really had to struggle with like, you know, being spoke down to or the sessions being like patronizing or anything. Cause yeah. all of my coaches in like Matt Fox, uh Rabbit Riley, Harry McKenney had a parting coach with me at one point. Um they've all treated me like I was a wrestler rather than mm. the child which is uh, that's the like the main thing that really helped me stick with it was just mm. not being like without sort like of a like kid's footy team you know? or you know, yeah, sh- you know, sugarcoating it and stuff Probably made it was, it was just 
it was just really nice to see and it, it was very much appreciated and it's something yeah. I still appreciate now. No, I can tell you do appreciate it, man. That's that's pretty sick though. Mm. BGS. <laughs> the pardon. Gentlemen's Society. I've had a few on the show. I've got another one coming on, Casey Payne. I, I know you are familiar with them. Um, but I want yep. you to tell me about them from someone that has wrestled them. You know, what is it about them that for me personally makes them like kind of a, one of the best stables in the UK? You know how people call Virgil van Dijk a mentality. Like we are Liverpool a mentality giants. And yeah. Virgil van Dijk has that. I mean, he has lost a lot of the aura this year. Just like people yeah. trying to find out. Oh, but I know what you mean. Know prime you mean. Verge. People, people like, actually wasn't that great at one of the ones he is. But it was a presence of mm. attackers didn't want to run straight at him. Yeah. Because you'd be scared to. Um, that's how I see VGS. It's three big, scary dudes who can wrestle rings around everyone else on the scene and can like just just dominate a show mm-hmm. um so i think when people get in the ring against them it i mean i i have a lot of respect for other people who've wrestled them because mm-hmm. it's quite <laughs> it's quite it's quite <laughs> it's quite scary yeah um, being quite intimidating especially when one of them is a sibling <laughs> yeah i mean that was that the the match at Infamous, um, eighth of October. I'm pretty sure it should the show should be out on YouTube soon if anyone's watching mm-hmm. it, uh, wanting yeah. to watch it. So I know you did like a talk um, with Chris Lappin. Shout out to him as well. Um, yeah, and just a, a general good guy. But I know you did you talked about Great it like, coming. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, yeah, it's so at the start of the match. I mean, me and Christy, me and Christy were in the ring opposite each other and. For like a brief moment, it was as if we weren't wrestling each other. We mm-hmm. got into the middle of the ring. He sort of chewed me out like like a brother would. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For you expect anything less, though, would you? <laughs> we dapped up. Yeah, and then started circling, started the match. It was so like VGS have what I saw in that match. There's a switch in them mm-hmm. that you can switch on. Where Christy went from my brother to my opponent, mm-hmm. and it yeah. wasn't so it wasn't something I was expecting. Yeah, um, it's something I imagine I'm gonna see from him again in the All Valley. I, I'm, I'd assume the rest of VGS won't be around him. Mm-hmm. I assume it's the first time he's gonna have to go into something alone. Yeah, and if I were in his match, I personally would be shit myself. Fair play, man. So, Fair play. VGS, great workers, great hands to have on any show. Um, but scary, scary man is the, <laughs> that's how I'll summarize that. I like I said, I've, I've enjoyed playing to him, I enjoy the work, and I want well, I can't wait to yeah. have them all as a group. Um, but I wanted to get someone that's actually been in the ring with them as an opponent as mm. opposed to being you know in VGS as well. So no, yeah. that's a good take, though. I appreciate that. Um, one last question, but normally I ask three dream dinner party guests. I'm not going to ask that. I'm going to ask. Okay. Send Pud, relating to Pud. Yeah. If we was to send Pud to three locations, he can wrestle him in the world, wherever he wants to, what three locations would Pud pick and why? Now, is this country-based or, like, specifics? 
I'll let you choose. Up to you. Um, You're the pilot. Karakan Hall. Karakan Hall is the first one mm-hmm. in Japan. Um, a lot of my favorite wrestlers have wrestled there. I love Japanese wrestling. I love yeah. King's Road style. Um, that's a huge one for me. Is if I one day make it to Japan, that's like life complete. Yeah, that is one of the destinations that not many wrestlers can achieve that. But I think, you know, yeah. your I think it takes a there. special, thank you. It takes a special mm-hmm. breed to make it there. Yeah. And they are very, I mean, that's shown with the caliber of people who've come out of like Japanese mm-hmm. dojos and, and like promotions. It's Japan, it's number one. But yeah, that no, Japan special. I mean, I'm huge. not really into it as much anymore, but I had a period I was just obsessed with New Japan. Mm. I don't know if you've gone back and watched like late 80s, early 90s, all Japan, but that's like uh, one of my favorites. I could be wrong with it. So that was like, is that with Dynamite and Tiger Mask? Or was that with New Japan, wasn't it? That's that's so Tiger Mask 2. So Mizawa, just yeah. in a mask. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. like four pillars of all Japan. That's that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've shouted this out on two on both the podcasts now on this and uh, Broken but Glorious but watch Joseph Monticello's watch who? <laughs> Walk at the Kings Joseph Monticello um, he's at Joseph Weirdness on Twitter I don't know why I'm shouting him out but his, his sort of series on Walk in the Kings Road got me into Japanese wrestling and that's it's such a good like video essay series wicked I made a note I made a note um, yeah, um, uh, second location, where would we send Second to? location is Ireland, just yeah. anywhere. Um, specifically, probably County Cork, because that's where all of my family history originates from. Yeah. Um, obviously, as like a lot of people can tell, I've got a lot of patriotism mm-hmm. towards Ireland. I mean, I'm a, I was born in Liverpool, yeah. but with all of my family history coming from Ireland and all of, like, the... Does that explain your last name as well? Quinlan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's that's that. And then Pordrick is hmm. quite a common name there, really. Uh, it's just, like, Patrick, and it? it's, the, it's the original Gaelic version of Patrick. Um, oh, cool. means yeah, no, noble. That's a little bit of backstory to that, mate. That's quite cool. Yeah. It means noble, which mm-hmm. is fun. I've always wanted to work that into a promo. <laughs> Um, so Ireland is a huge one that I'd love to wrestle there Um, Mm. I mean I couldn't really go spouting the hometown hero shit because I'm I'm not from there but it is like (laughs) (laughs) my city my people my (laughs) heart but that's just huge I'd love to wrestle Mm. in Ireland Um, yeah and the location is way harder the last location is way harder Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's gonna be random, like, just like you mentioned, like Abraham Lincoln earlier. Just, I think it's it's gotta be America. It's like I think AW, all things considered, have been promotion of the year, regardless, just with the amount of bangers they put out. Stardom also deserves deserves a shout. I love Joshi wrestling. Um, I've never but, watched Stardom. No, you should. You really should. Yeah. Uh, Polish Barry got me into it. He seems like, like a funny fucker. Post he's he's hilarious. <laughs> I love I love like 
I love being on like backstage with him. I love yeah. being in the ring with him. It's mm. it's just great. But um, he looks like a cool guy though. Oh, he's really he's really he's a good worker and he's he's mm. a nice guy. So he's definitely like I'd love to wrestle him singles one day. Uh but yeah, so he got me into like stardom and yeah. some of the things Joshi wrestlers can do. I don't know how. It's like I mean, Ayo Shirai obviously came from, like, Japan, mm. stardom. I miss her um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she, she's she got the best moonsault of all time. That's mm. that's my personal opinion. Obviously, I love moonsaults. No, I'm, favorite, I'm thinking like, of... Uh, on me, sorry. I'm thinking of... Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane. Sane. That's what I mean. Yeah, she, oh, yeah, sure. Right, moonsault. Got, she's gorgeous. got the best... Oh. She's got the best elbow drop of all time, Carrie Sane. That's that's a big thing to say because Macho Man, but I've I might call it like, bias. I think technically oh. you're not wrong, but I think no. you still piss off some people with that comment. I think <laughs> you're probably right, but I, in terms of iconic and just like you know how it's finished, no, nah, I, I absolutely expect to get flamed for that one. Yeah, but... the <laughs> That was a solid impression. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I get, I get, I get learning nights. So I practice, so. But yeah, all right, I understand. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> so, America, Ireland, and no, I wanted to voice them in Japan. Your three locations. I like it though. I, I think a lot of people would say maybe Canada, then America, and then I think I don't know Japan, Mexico, maybe one of them. Um, yeah. It's always, I mean, the big three are Japan, Mexico, yeah. and America. Those are those are the three that I'd expect that. Try getting into like Mexican. I think like, I like nineties AAA, but I've watched some. It just yeah. a lot of stuff is just like Botchamania. Like, I so don't. I, I think it's it's a fact of like the stuff that they're doing is getting increasingly mm. difficult for just humans to pull off. Yeah. So that's where a lot of like the sort of Botchamania yeah. like culture around that comes from. Um. Like it's insane when when you see it and it's like done perfectly, but mm-hmm. I think lucha wrestling. I take a lot of inspiration from it, and mm-hmm. I love a lot of like luchador wrestlers. But yeah, I'd never like to like. I'd never like to don a mask. Nah, man, I've heard it's quite difficult. I can't. Who do I listen to? It might be Kane actually. I know he's not a luchador, but you know what I mean. He's wrestling with the mask. <laughs> he's um... my favorite luchador, Kane. Uh, mate, it's been a blast having you on. Yeah, feel like it's been a good conversation. I thought I'm going to be talking to you again in many, many years because 16 years old and fucking hell, training for six years and you know, done so much already. And like I said at the beginning, the future is fucking so bright for you. So, thank you. Is there anything you want to say or anything you would like to plug, or where can the listeners find you on social media as well? Um, my Instagram and Twitter are both at sendpud, obviously, s. S-E-N-D-P-U-D. Um, you can find me this weekend at Wrestle Island's Cobra Island. Oh, yeah. um, Cheap plug. Should be a banger of a show. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. They, they, well, it's great promotion. Obviously, I love it because they've sort of given me an opportunity to showcase mm-hmm. myself. Um, yeah. That's, that, that's all I can 
Flo Grayley. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. That's that. Oh, man. That's, that's all you yeah. need to say. Because, you know, when you get more followers, they can get upset with your wrestling career and your journey, which is literally like early, di- early, early fucking days. And, you know, I'm glad to have you on. Good, you know, good conversation. I'm a fan of your brother as well. And so I think everyone up yeah. there and sort of, you know, based on that promotion in that area, you're all good lads. So it's been a good conversation. Uh, so thank you for coming on. For everyone that has listened to this episode, thank you. And I miss my hair already because <laughs> sometimes it's like, nope, nope, there's nothing there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if you can also follow me in my social media handles, description below, so my <laughs> went blank then, uh, that'd be awesome. So you can get to see what I'm going to be doing um, before the end of the year. You can do that right now. Like this video, subscribe to the account, and it's coming home. Just so you know, it's coming home. So good. But for now, everyone, Take care. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hi, I'm Scum, Christy Quinlan, 1-4 of the Violent Gentleman Society, and you're listening to What You Call It Podcast. I'm not Scum, you heard.